0: If you're not thriving as a pharmacist, it's not because there's something wrong with you. It's simply because you can't thrive when you're in survival mode. This often comes from feeling overloaded or overwhelmed. Maybe you felt that way, characterized by grief, depression, and helplessness. Now, there are four simple steps to flip your script out from this dip, and in this episode, I'm going to walk you through exactly how to do it. And that how drops right now. I see my victory so clear. I see my victory so clear. It's a day. We break through. It's a day. We break through. It's a day. It's a day. This is part 9 in the 10 Emotions Pharmacist Struggle with series, and I'm going to walk you through how to take your power back from overwhelm. This overall feeling of grief comes up on you when you feel like there's no possible way that there's a useful meaning for something that has happened or that your life is being negatively impacted by people, events, or things that are outside of your control. Sounds a lot like what you hear about the pharmacy on social media now, don't it? People in this state become overwhelmed and often begin to feel that nothing could possibly change the situation, that the problem is too big for you to do anything about. It's the three Ps of death, permanent, pervasive, and personal. Pharmacists slip right into this belief whenever they perceive that their world is in a way making them feel like there's more going on that they could possibly deal with. That the pace, the amount, or the intensity of what they're feeling is too overwhelming to even consider making a difference. Maybe you felt that way. Now I want to give you a reminder that while these aren't the most uplifting sensations, at the height of this emotion, it might seem that there is no way there could possibly be anything good that comes out of this. But the truth is that there is a positive purpose at the core as every single emotion serves as a messenger to help you for your highest good. That is why emotions exist because they serve as simply this, action signals. Signals that if they're a little queasy are gonna have you do something about it. So the actual meaning behind overwhelm is that you need to reevaluate what's most important to you in this situation. The reason that you are feeling this overwhelmness, being overloaded, is that you're trying to deal with too many things at once Hmm. And you're trying to change everything overnight. Now, no pharmacist I know would ever try to do either of those things, huh? You know that the reality of our profession with predominantly type A personalities is that we have all done this at one time or another, or maybe we're doing it right now. And the truth is that the feeling of being overwhelmed disrupts and destroys more pharmacists' lives than just about any other emotion, keeping you spinning in circles without feeling like you're making any progress, which really helps your morale and confidence, might I add. So, if you break it down, it's simply an unfair distortion of two things. The quantity, number of things you're trying to do, and time how long you're giving yourself to get all that crap done. There are four simple steps to flip the script on overwhelm. So use these as your antidote. Step one, you got to decide that out of all the things you're dealing with in your life right now, what the absolute most important one thing is for you to focus on. Notice I said thing, not things not priorities singular you can only pick one because when you're feeling overwhelmed you're trying to juggle a lot of things not to say none of those are important but to get yourself out of that cycle pick one thing that is most important to you step two i want you to take a brain dump now in step one you focused only on one thing that was most important to you but the reality is is your mind is full of thoughts and to-do's and unless you deal with that what's going to happen is your brain is going to cycle through those floating things up in your head over and over and over so the antidote is to get those out of your head cycling in that loop and down on paper where you can physically see them and there's something i know it's so simple but it gives such a power Because when it's in your head, it's cycling over and over in a repetitious cycle. And the reality is everyone has 100 things on their mind. They have 10 things that they think about 10 times in a row. And that's just in an hour. Well, there's 24 hours in a day. So without doing the math, that's a pretty overwhelming number of things you think you have to do. So the simple thing to do is to write down all the things that are in your head cycling over and over take them all in your head and literally dump them take a brain dump from your head onto paper physically writing them out so you can see them and by doing that it's so simple but it gives your power back when you're in pharmacy school you've got structure you've got certainty you know a clear plan for growth with a focused target to hit graduate pass the boards, and get a job. But once you're a pharmacist, the feeling is described as being disorganized, no plan or structure, feeling uncertain about what's next, almost like you're an imposter competing against everybody else. If you're looking for a clear growth plan specific to what you wanna do in growing your career in a supportive community that keeps you accountable, you need the Pharmacist Growth Group. Whether you're a new grad or a seasoned pharmacist, if confusion has been going up and your confidence has been going down, I want to invite you into clarity, confidence, and consistent growth, personal and professional progress to live life on your terms. Happiness is not an endpoint. Happiness is progress. Click the link in the show notes to join Hosted by yours truly. I'll see you on the inside. Then you can look at them, put them in an order of priority, and just putting them down on paper is going to show you that you have a sense of control over what's going on because you can see everything that was on your mind. Step three tackle the first thing on your list because you put it all on paper. You prioritized based on what's most important now, and then you just chop it off one thing at a time. In step one, you looked at one thing that was most important and you focused only on that. This is a continuation of that from everything that was in your head. We're doing just one chunk at a time until you take action and you mastered that one thing. doesn't mean it has to be totally done, but you've taken some sort of action that you have a clear handle on it. And as soon as you have mastered that particular area, you'll start to feel accomplished and you've built momentum. And one thing I know is that success builds on success. Your brain's going to begin to realize that you are back in control and that you're not overloaded or overwhelmed anymore or depressed because you can clearly see what you got to do, you feel that sense of accomplishment because you're taking effective, focused action, and the problem is no longer permanent feeling. You can always come up with a solution, and you see that on the paper, and you feel that from the action you have taken. That leads us into step four. When you feel that it's appropriate to start letting go of an overwhelming emotion like grief, what happens is that you can start focusing on what you can control and realize that there must be some empowering meaning to it all because even though you can't comprehend it yet, you went from a state of total overwhelm, cycling over all these thoughts over and over to a focused action, knowing that you made progress on one thing and because you see and know that success, You build from it, and you go to the next thing. Romans 8.28 clearly says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Practical application of that is right here. Get curious about the meaning behind the emotion instead of feeling like a victim. Instead of asking, why did this happen to me? Flip your script on that question and ask instead, how did this happen for me? The meaning you give to your situation becomes your situation. So use it instead of allowing it to use you. Our self-esteem is often tied to our ability to control our environments. Because as pharmacists, we've got a lot coming at us, both in our head and from everybody else. And when you create an environment inside your mind that has too many intense and at the same time demands coming at you with a deadline that's yesterday, of course you're going to feel overloaded. But you also have the power to change that by focusing on what you can control and dealing with that One step at a time. Probably the emotion that most people fear the most, however, is that feeling of overwhelm that continues. When they feel so overwhelmed, they become disconnected from their community, their colleagues, even their family and friends. And that feeling of disconnection is known as loneliness. Anything that makes you feel alone, separate, or apart from other people is literally the most common fear that human beings as a whole have, not to mention pharmacists. And that's exactly what we're going to cover in the next and final episode of this 10-part series. So be sure to subscribe to the channel because I'll catch you next time as we dive into how to literally prevent... And kind of make sure that that feeling never takes a hold of your life. But until then, I want you to realize that through these four simple steps, you can flip the script on overwhelm and take your power back so that you don't feel like you're spinning in circles. Until then, remember to go forth, be great, and dispense your full potential. God bless.